Jayarar Marava Kunjabihari Jayarar Marava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Giridar Hari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Giridar Hari Yashura Nandana Braja Chararandanan Yashura Nandana Braja Chararandanan Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Giridharadhari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Giridharadhari Yashura Nandana Brajacharadhanjanan Yashura Nandana Braja Chararanjanan Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jaya Radha Kala Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Radhe Jaya Radha Kala Chanji Jaya Jaya Baladev 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 Jaya Jaya Baladev Jaya Jaya Subhadra 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra Jaya Jaya Gornitai, 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai.
Gitae Goro Haribo 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 Nitae Goro Haribo Haribo So we are continuing to tolerate these masks, but they're, we're better safe than sorry. So forgive me if it slips on and off. It's hot. Let's see. Text 36. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam. Text 36. And George, of course, you have the text with you on your phone, so I'll repeat it. I'll repeat it twice, and then I'll let you... Well, I'll repeat it. Yes, I remember. Savedam vishvam amogav lila srajati avati atina sajateshmin budeshu chantarita adma tantra Sadvarga kam jigrati sagunisha sava idam vishvam amugalila srajatiyavatiyatina sajetesmin budeshu chantahita atmatandra sadvarga kam jigrati sagunisha sava idam vishvam amugalila Sajatiyavati atina sajatismin budeshu chantahita atma tantra sadvarjikam jigrati sadgunesha word for word sa the supreme lord yes yes oh I'm sorry you know what I went to where the string was. And it's text 36, chapter 3. Let me try it again. It's actually text, it's chapter 6, text 36. You're right. Thank you. That's why it's so important to have someone here. And thanks to Krishna's mercy, you're here. Keep me on task. (laughs) No wonder it wasn't so familiar. I didn't think that's what I read last night. Savam tad idam akyatam yat pristoham tvam yanagaha janmakam arahashame bavatas chatmatoshanam Savatadidam akyatam yat pristoham tiva yagnaga janmakam arahashame bavatas chatmatoshanam Savam tad idam akyatam Yat Pristoham Tiyang Naga Janmekom Rahashame Bhavatas Chanmato Shanam Sarvam All Tat That Idam This Akyatam Described Yat Whatever Prishta Asked by Aham, may, twaya, by your, anagaha, without any sins, janma, birth, karma, activities, rahasham, mysteries, may, mine, bhavata, your, cha, and, atma, Self, toshanam, satisfaction. And the translation here is as, all the asadev, you are freed from all sins. 
Thus, I have explained my birth and activities for self-realization, as you asked. This, All this will be conducive to your personal satisfaction. Again, the Asadev, you are freed from all sins. Thus, I have explained my birth and activities for self-realization, as you asked. All this will be conducive for your personal satisfaction also. Purport, the process of devotional activities from the beginning to the stage of transcendence is all duly explained to satisfy the inquiries of Vyasadeva. He has explained how the seeds of devotional service were sown by transcendental association and how they gradually developed by hearing the sages. The result of such hearing is detachment from worldliness, so much so that even a small boy could receive the death news of his mother, who was his only caretaker, as the blessing of God. And at once he took the opportunity to search out the Lord. A sincere urge for having an interview with the Lord was also granted to him. Although it is not possible for anyone to see the Lord with mundane eyes. He also explained how by execution of pure transcendental service, one can get rid of the fruit of action of accumulated work and how he transformed his material body into a spiritual one. The spiritual body is alone able to enter into the spiritual realm of the Lord. And no one but a pure devotee is eligible to enter into the kingdom of God. All the mysteries of transcendental realization are duly experienced by Narada Muni himself. And therefore, by hearing such an authority, one can have some idea of the results of devotional life, which are hardly delineated even in the original texts of the Vedas. In the Vedas and the Upanishads, there are only indirect hints to all this. Nothing is directly explained there. And therefore, Srimad Bhagavatam is the mature fruit of all the Vedic trees of knowledge. I was born in the darkest of ignorance. My spiritual master opened my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I offer my most humble respects to the spiritual master. Now, uh, chapter 6 is the conversation between Narada and Vyasadeva, and it's, he has highlighted all of the key points that one should know about what it takes to actually have some, more than some realization of the Lord, but you have to have 
some direction, and it has to come from a bona fide source. Now, I am going to just hazard a guess and say that everyone that's hearing this right now, and including all of the um, assembled transcendental devotees and George, are being enlightened just by hearing the purport, the shloka, and the translation. Sometimes I don't think we realize how fortunate we are and how blessed we are to actually be able to hear the scriptures. Narada Muni heard them at a very, very early age. And because Narada Muni was not a typical soul, we have the opportunity of hearing how he came to be the spaceman, the transcendental spaceman, and ultimately finding the service that he was meant for in the universe. Now, sometimes when you are given something so much that you don't appreciate it, it's like I think of having too much sweets, too much candy, too much of what you like. Because after some point, you don't appreciate it because it's so common and it's coming to you so often. But spiritual information, this transcendental knowledge, is not an everyday thing. And everyone that's hearing this right now may not take to devotional service. They may be a devotee. They may be an unofficial devotee because everyone in their heart is a devotee. But the point I'm making is most of us don't realize when we're getting mercy. And in this age and this stage of all that's going on, believe it or not, this is actual nectar to be able to even hear it with our ears, to be able to be somewhere, to be still, and to imbibe all of this information. This is coming Ultimately, from the Lord, all of this, all of the scriptures, nectar, it is the same as the Lord. And sometimes you don't really get that feeling of a connection with the Lord until you do it often enough. Well, one of the connections, of course, is coming together. It's keeping your sadhana up, that's chanting, reading. And last night I was listening, no, it was this morning. Because as it is now, we have transcendental vibrations all over the world. Any time of day or night, you can turn your iPhone on, your iPad on. And the devotees have been so blessed that we can hear the scriptures. We can hear bhajans. We can hear the Maha Mantra chanted 24-7. Now, this may sound strange, but that is the extra beauty of everything that's going on in this world right now. For most of us, we have slowed down, not because we wanted to, but because conditions require us to slow down, to shelter within. Some of us have not been this still and this quiet and at home wherever our boat is, we've not been in this situation probably for a very long time. And I understand that those that may not have had the opportunity to be spiritually grounded are not taking advantage of it. What's happening is it's tearing apart homes. It's tearing apart relationships. And in some cases, it's very detrimental to the family structure. Well, as devotees, it's time we begin to realize that there's a reason why Srila Prabhupada came all the way to the West in such a late stage in his life 
He could have been considered feeble. He was ill at the time. He was an older man. But he took it upon himself to follow the instructions of his spiritual master. And he came to the West with this information. Now, at the time, and this is me thinking, we were really ripe for the information. We were, the Vietnam War was going on. Um, something was going on in Washington where someone was being uh, released of their responsibility. And there was so much turmoil to the extent that when Srila Prabhupada came, people were looking, young adults were looking for something to hold on to. Well, fast forward to over 40 years later, and of course there's some turmoil going on in another country, even in our country. There is an unrest in the political system, as always is, but the information of the scriptures remains the same. You have to be grounded spiritually. You have to have some understanding of how important it is to hear the scriptures. And I'm saying that to say, I, Antiriyami, can come before you and read. Um, let's see. Who do we have? We've got um, Jai Shri reading. We have um, Jason reading. Jason Prabhu, uh, Bhakti Jason, Dharma, uh, Yananda Prabhu. And this is just to state a few of the opportunities that we have to hear from a different individual the same instructions. Why is it repeated over and over again? Because we don't get it the first time, the second time. If you've ever had that experience of going somewhere on a regular basis and all of a sudden you take the same route and you notice something that was always there before but your attention was not focused on it. Well, we've been given the opportunity to hear the scriptures from so many different personalities. There is a point behind it. Repetition, repetition, repeat, repeat. We may, while we're in this position, in front of their lordships, read the scriptures and explain it in a way that is revealed to us. That does not stop any of us from reading and understanding the scriptures on our own terms. The point that I'm making is the repetition is necessary because at some point in time it's supposed to kick in. I don't know if any of us will be as fortunate as Narada Muni at such a young age to be of such a mindset, a strong spiritual constitutional set, to hear the scriptures at such a young age, to serve sages, to get the prashadam, and then, as a young boy, to lose his parent. Now, any of us, whether we're young or old, if we lose a loved one, we're not so equipoised, we're not so stable, it's not so easy to get over it. But Narada Muni had been under the instruction and listening of the sages to the point where he was detached and detachment is very difficult because most of us think detachment, no fun, no connections with anything. But actually detachment from the spirit, from the material realm is to our benefit. We've experienced, most of us have experienced everything there is to experience in this material world. It has caused us to suffer, it has caused us to be sad, and in some instances it has caused us illnesses. But we still, some of us still want to experience it. What we come to understand is that even a child can take the essence of the scripture and be so detached that after losing a parent, 
he goes off and he continues in the process of devotional service. Now, with most of us, we've got to lose a lot. It's almost as if we have to bump into that brick wall, like bam. And then suddenly our attention is engaged in the scriptures. At some point, some of us, it takes something really dramatic to get us to drop to our knees and to understand that we cannot go this path alone, that we have to have additional information, that we have to have association. That's what I was trying to, that's what I was trying to remember. Listening to, uh, His Holiness Purusatama in, uh, Mayapur, he was talking about the things that devotees go through. He was also speaking of, uh, His Holiness Bhakti Charu Swami, but I noticed that he put, to me, he put special emphasis on Association, association, association. Some of us can have everything, all, everything in the right order, all the material needs, all the sensual needs satisfied, but we're still not happy in life. We have to come at some point in our life, to the understanding that something is missing and that something really is the understanding of our position and our place in the universe. Many times I've said we are children. We are family members of the utmost highest supreme personality of Godhead. And to think that intelligent people read the scriptures and they get the essence of it, but somewhere along the line we forget we are all together, we are all united. I'm not going to stress so much on that because someone else is going to come along and stress it, but the point is we have to realize that we are a family and that we should have very good association Grounded spiritual association with someone. It has to be someone that you can trust. Well, as again, Narada was fortunate. Everything was arranged properly for him. We are getting right now whatever it is we're supposed to get. With the mercy to the degree that we're getting it from the Lord. It is important to find our position in life. It is important to understand what our dharma is. And we find that from the scriptures. Very rarely in some of the religious institutions can you go and read and understand what your particular purpose is, responsibility is in life. We've been offered a rare opportunity to have every single point, every single question, every single need in life answered and fulfilled. Answered and fulfilled. Narada Muni was at such an age so grounded that yes, he did take to spiritual consciousness, he traveled and he discovered so much about devotional service that he became the spiritual devotional spaceman. I know it's, it's done, it's, it's described better in the scriptures. But the point is, what we have to understand is that All of us may not be able to see the Lord with our, well, we can't see the Lord with our material eyes. But we can be fortunate enough to understand what is required to be a devotee, to let go things that are not exactly giving us the substance that we need to live our life. I'm saying that to say, You can probably talk to one out of ten people who's having a really good time, but 
When the door closes at home, when they're all alone, they're all alone. A devotee should never feel that they're alone, even in these current circumstances, because we have the Lord at our fingertips, we have the Lord in our heart, and we have the Lord through association. And we have to come to understand that it was no accident that we are, we are sitting here, wherever we are listening to the scriptures. There were some points that I wanted to share with you as far as getting a grounding of whether or not you're on the proper path. And hopefully I have defined it very clearly or pinpointed it very clearly in the, the Bhagavad Gita. It mentions, of course, where I said we have opportunities to discover what our true dharma is, what our responsibility is. In chapter 18, text 41, 42, and 41, I like to read the shloka because it's very powerful to hear the shloka. It has so much potency. Brahmana kshatriya visham sudranam cha paranam tapa kamani pravi bhaktani swabhava prabhava gunai Brahmanas, kshatriyas, vaishas, and sudras are distinguished by the qualities born of their own natures in accordance with the material modes, O chastiser of the enemy, Samodas damas tapa shucham kshantir ajavam evacha vijnana vijnanam astikyam brahmakama subhavajam peacefulness self control austerity purity tolerance honesty knowledge wisdom and religiousness these are the natural qualities by which the brahmanas work. Soryam tejo dirte dakshyam yudichapa apalayanam danam ishwara bhavascha kshatram kama swabhavajam heroism, power, determination, resourcefulness, courage in battle, generosity, and leadership are the natural qualities of work for the kshatriyas. Krishigo rakshava nigyam vaishakama swabhavajam parichayatmakam kama sudrasyapi swabhavajam Farming, cow protection, and business are the natural work for the vaishas. And for the sudras, there are labor and service in others. By following his qualities of work, every man can become perfect. And it goes on um, to indicate there's more to come, but it's now please hear from me how this can be done. Now, I'm, I've read this portion because I said earlier, very few religions outline what your responsibility is in life. Now, George, I don't know where you would fit in here, but you're in here somewhere. Everyone has a distinct service that was meant for them alone. And one of the uh, scriptures or the um, slokas that I do, that I remember reading is that we have a specific responsibility. We have a specific uh, dharma. And what is not wise is that even though we have a specific role in life, we shouldn't try to do what someone else is doing simply because they're doing it. For instance, if someone is a, a judge... And another person is a 
teacher. One of them is specifically meant for that role in life. One is specifically meant to be a judge. The other one is specifically meant to be a teacher. The point is, we should do our role, take our role in our responsibilities in life. When you're hearing from a pure soul, when you have the opportunity here, and in most doms and most temples, to have sannyasis come in, to read from the scriptures, there is an energy that a pure soul brings into a building that brings into the universe. And the Lord sets us up with these opportunities. But if we are never still long enough, or we are so busy doing something else to gratify our senses, we will miss out on a rare opportunity of having all of the questions in our life answered. And having the association or having the Oh, what is it they call it? Being around a pure soul, having an audience with a pure soul is not an event that should be wasted. It is not something that should be taken for granted. Um, There were some other points in the scripture, but I think it's wise that we understand on the devotional path to become a devotee, the highest form of yoga, There are certain qualities that one must have. And I kept, I think I marked it here. You know, there are things that ordinarily people can ramble off and tell you what it is. Well, I've got to remember it because Mataji's um, slightly mature, so sometimes the memory's good, sometimes it's not. Um, But there's another point that I wanted to bring. Ah, This sloka is always so important. Chapter 18, text 65. I love this one. There are two of them. And they're in line with anything that we're reading in the scriptures. Manmanabhava matpakto madhyaji mam namastaru mamaveyashi satyamte pratejane priyosi may always think of me. Become my devotee. Worship me and offer your homage unto me. Thus you will come to me without fail. I promise you this because you are my dear friend. Seva dharma paryaja mami kamsaranam vraja aham sava papyo moksha yishami machucha abandon. All varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. And even though some of our strongest friends may fall along the wayside because of everything that's going on. What you must understand, what any of us must understand, is that we have a unique relationship with the Lord. What we must also understand is that the Lord takes care of his devotees, that no matter what's going on, you are in your position right now in life for a reason. When we get the opportunity to understand through the scriptures what the reason is, we should take it seriously. Here we're talking about a young child. Many of us could not have made it at that point. But we cannot use excuses as to what's going on as that being the reason why we do nonsensical things. We should look at what's happening right now as the Lord showing us another purpose for our responsibilities. 
in this time of crisis, and there's always a crisis going on in the world, there is always something a devotee can do with his mind, with his tongues speaking, with his hands. There is no reason why we cannot be in a position of serving, even if we are sheltered within or sheltered in place. Myself, I've come to relish the nectar because it's given me an opportunity to be in one space for a long period of time and to really fall in love with the Lord. It's important to have an altar. How you set up your altar, there are guidelines, but we do the best with what we have. This is a time of learning and perfecting our devotional service, of staying strictly on the path of devotional service, and when given the opportunity, sharing it with someone else. Never, ever think that the Lord leaves you alone. He didn't leave Nadada Mooney alone. There was one more. Now, it'll come to me later. But here again, as Nadada Mooney is talking to Vyasadeva, and he's given him a very good explanation of activities for self-realization, as it states, O Vyasadeva, you are freed from all sins. Thus, I have explained my birth and activities for self-realization, as you asked. All this will be conducive for your personal satisfaction also. And what that to me is saying is that whatever you're picking up on, whatever you're learning at any point that you're in touch with the scriptures or devotees, that information you're getting, log it. Put it on a shelf. Revisit it if you're not able to handle the information mentally. But at some point, you will be given all of the information you need on your part and your responsibility. It's to make sure that you understand it first. And that's why we're given the opportunity to hear it so many times through so many different people. And at a certain point, you should have enough to take to the path of a very serious devotee to understand that that is the highest service, that is the highest form of connecting with the Lord. And we also have to understand that I'm not doing the Lord a particular favor. I'm not, we should never get to a point where we're puffed up about any service that we're given. We should take it in a humble position. And that humility is so strong and so powerful that when given the opportunity to be irrational, rude, uh, there's probably no such word, but unequipoised, we take the higher ground in these situations. And we associate with each other with the understanding that we are part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That everything at a point in our life, and we'll know it, but everything in our life would be sublime and perfect if our actions were in alignment with understanding. Everything that we do, we dovetail it in the service of the Lord. Whatever it is we're doing. When you meet a personality that may not exactly be on the same mind wave as you and you're given an opportunity to either react to that personality 
one way or the other, we take the high road. We take the spiritually conscious road. We value relationships with each other. We understand. We repeatedly have to understand that these coverings that we have are temporary. In my previous life, it's not unimaginable to think I must have been a male. A male now can imagine that in a previous life, he was a female. We are given so much information, and we are given so much information on how to operate and how to work and how to serve in these bodies that any chance that you get to read the scriptures, to read Sherla Prabhupada's books, to travel to the holy places, to chant, to sing the Mahamantra, to sing the Bhajans, either alone with the company of the Lord or in a small group, take advantage of it. Because actually what's happening is that we're being continuously cleansed, continuously. Every time we take a positive direction, every time we are staying on the devotional path, we're in a cleansing stage. There are instructions for whatever situation you come up with. None of us are going to be, I doubt that one of any of us will be as fortunate as not a Damuni and be able to travel the universe regardless of whether or not others are changing their bodies Narada Muni keeps the same spiritual body. We may not be that fortunate, but the point is, we all have the opportunity to serve the Lord. The circumstances by which we get the opportunity to serve the Lord are different. George, your opportunity is no doubt different from mine. Mine is no doubt different from the Pujari in the back room. All of the opportunities that we have are elite, precious, priceless opportunities. We are children of a, there's a, there was a movie out called Children of the Lesser God. We are children of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. There should be no lack in our lives. And if we're looking at it as a lack, look at it more so in the vein of it being an opportunity. The very fact that we've awakened this morning is like erasing all the pages that didn't make any sense in our previous uh, days, in the last year, in the last week, the last month. Treat it as you are getting a clear slate today. And it is up to you as to what you put on that slate. If you take to God consciousness, you're on the right track. If you make a mistake in any way, understand the Lord knows we're not perfect. The Lord knows that sometimes we're just on a learning curve. But every single day, we should be better than the day before. Every single day that the Lord gives us an opportunity to awake and to be in our right mind with the right activity of our limbs, Take advantage of that because there's someone somewhere that does not have that opportunity. The fact that you have it means that there's work that has been set aside on the devotional path specifically for you. And only you can do it. You're not to compare yourself with anyone else. You are as good as your last performance. We should never compare ourselves with others. Not a Damuni, fortunately, is transcendentally on a path every single moment. And there was one point here where he was given the opportunity to see the Lord. Understand it's not a promise, but it is a possibility based on the degree of your service with Transcendental eyes, 
We all have the opportunity at least once in our lifetimes, whether we take advantage of it or not, whether we speak of it or not. But we may, let me put that, let me take that back. We may have the opportunity to see the Lord with our transcendental eyes. And when you see him, there is no turning back. There is nothing that could ever match it. There is nothing that could ever match it. And there is nothing that will ever match the love of God. So I'm going to end at this point and... We're almost at the end of the chapter with the conversation between Nada Damuni and Vyasa Dave. But it is understood that he has been given more than enough sufficient information to go in whatever direction he deems important for himself. But this is the direction of self-realization that Narada is sharing with Vyasa Dave. And think of it every time that you have an opportunity to hear the scriptures, that it's an opportunity for self-realization. Krishna is always constantly giving us opportunities, opportunities. And if we don't become so attached to where that opportunity is coming from, from what person's mouth, what personality, male, female. There is so much advancement we can make in this material world to the point where we think we're in the spiritual world. But I'll end at that point. Joyce, do you have um, something, anything you want to share? Thank you so much for being here. I mean, with the rain, it was like, This is a perfect day to sit by a window, turn the lamp on, and read some scripture. Absolutely perfect day. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaur Pramananda. Hari Hari Bo.